Welcome to Will It Game, the podcast about creating crappy board games from one board family. This is your host, Ryan Gatowski, joined as always by... This is Rick White. Alex, thank you for having me. I'm getting over a little bit of a flu cold thing, but I'm so happy to be on Jeopardy, Alex. Thank you so much. Wow, that really affected your brain, didn't it? The Wait, flu this cold is not thing. Jeopardy? Dang it, Ken Jennings is uh, going to win that thing again. I know it. This uh. is, speaking of Ken Jennings, we were actually supposed to have him as a guest judge one time, and that fell through at the last minute. That's kind well, of funny. Yeah. The, well, uh, yeah. Interesting facts. Anyway. Interesting facts. Anyway, our, the, the guest who did show up tonight is Way Lindsay, cooler than Ken Je- Jennings. Is better than Ken Jennings. Lindsay Rode, the designer behind Countdown Action Edition. How are you doing, Lindsay? I am doing amazing. I am also suffering from a cold. Uh, so thanks, Rick, for that. Yeah, and, sorry uh, you caught it so from me. So I'm going to have to it ask you guys to not be, uh, not be funny. Uh, not, uh, make me laugh. Don't worry. Um, just not be entertaining in any way, shape, or form this evening, so that I can speak without coughing. Yeah. I so think for generally, that's what happens. So, so for forty nine episodes, this podcast has done what you just said. So <laughs> yeah. you've already ruined it. Yeah. Good I'm stuff, really Lindsay. Us. Tell us a little about yourself and uh, designing games. Tell us about it because we definitely don't know anything about that. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm a game designer. Uh, like I said, Countdown, or what you said, Countdown Action Edition is out. Uh, I also have my new game, Labyrinthos, uh, which is on Pledge Manager right now. You can late pledge for it still. And then I've got some other really exciting titles coming up that I'm excited to tell you guys about. You guys are going to be the very first ones um, to hear about this. So this is really exciting. I just got permission from my bosses to sneak peeks a little bit. And let's see. Other than that, I work for Dog Mike Games. I'm the creative director and the art director there. And I design tabletop accessories for RPGs when I'm not doing that other stuff. That's really cool. That sounds awesome. That's a lot of stuff. Also, yeah. it's really That's hard to spell Labyrinthos. I just wanted you to know. I'm trying to Google it, it right now. It's really hard to spell Labyrinthos. I actually misspelled it to my graphic designer, had to pull it from BGG and have her fix the title because I misspelled the own title on my board game box. That's <laughs> And then had to resubmit it to BGG. That's okay. I had um, a band when I was a teenager and we misspelled a t-shirt one time for our band and still sold them and they sold out um, because <laughs> because people did not care slash no slash the world is a sad place. <laughs> That's really funny. That's good stuff. Well, Lindsay, uh, do you want to talk about uh, the game that is going to be coming out, or do you want to hold that for the end of the show? I I, I don't know, because, I mean, it could be completely coincidental that anything that you guys pitch to me might or might not show up. It might be the exact same game. That's true. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but I'll Ooh. go first, just to, just to prove that yeah. it's not... Okay. Um, yeah, sure. So the game uh, that I'm really excited about that's kind of like in a secret project mode right now, so I only have a code name to share with okay. you guys, it's called Red 27, mm. and it is a ghost hunting game. What? But it's going to be really cool. It's all about ghost hunting. It's going to be cooperative campaign based, and the coolest thing about it is that every ghost story that you play through is actually a ghost story from my hometown. Um, and really something cool. that me and my friends explored and or tried to ghost hunt when we were kids. That is really cool. That's pretty awesome. And as a, yeah. I'm a big fan of anybody who knows One Board Family, they know I'm a freak for 
Halloween games and ghost story games and stuff like that. So this is really cool, and I can't wait to check this one out. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. And uh, one of the cool things that you'll get to experience that me and my friends didn't is in the game, all the ghosts are real and the stories are really cool. Whereas me and my friends as teenagers just ended up running around places in the dark taking pictures. Um, and I think you'll have a bit of a more exciting time. That's really cool. <laughs> that sounds awesome. All right, Lindsay, thank you for that scoop. Um, and Lindsay, this is how the game's going to work. Rick is going to pitch a game. I'm going to pitch a game. They're going to be of the highest caliber quality that we can muster up in our tiny brains, which is pretty low. And then you are going, it's like Taco Bell meat quality. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 90% soy. And the the cough is coming back right now in the middle of this podcast. So it's for the (laughs) listeners. You're welcome. (laughs) And then after we pitch our games, you are going to decide which is the least crappy of the two pitches sound good okay this sounds sounds really hard but i think i think i can do it all right and with the theme ghost stories and urban legends uh to go uh along with your upcoming game uh we are going to try to pitch in that in that theme so rick you want to go first yes now now here's what's happened i find that when i pitch games that i feel i'm actually proud of and could be a game i do really poorly so that's what I'm going to try to do this week. So go ahead and tell Ryan he won. Um, this game is called Your Friendly Haunted Tour Guide Company. Now, you know, something that maybe you had in your town with all these ghost stories um, were these haunted tours. Did you have those in your hometown? Yes. Yes, we did. Okay. So um, you and this game, are all the players will be sta- starting haunted tour businesses in a small town. And during the game... Um, what you'll be doing is staking out different locales, hiring actors, and even recruiting ghosts to help make your tour the best. So the game board is a map of four blocks of a town with different locations, like the Old Bed and Breakfast, which is now a souvenir t-shirt shop, the Old Church, which is now a souvenir t-shirt <laughs> shop, and the Old Butcher Shop, which is still a butcher shop that also has its own line of souvenir t-shirts. Um, your goal is to build a route that connects several different locations, and you're going to start with two, uh, around the, diff- the city. Um, at the beginning of a round, a number of dice equal to double the number of players will be rolled, and then the dice will be drafted, because these will determine your actions, and this happens twice so that you get four actions per round. Different actions will be available based on the die roll, so um, maybe you draft cards that represent the actors of the ghosts. You can stake out a location so uh, that it can be added to your route. You can modify your route, you can advertise, or you can draw special bonus cards that can impact your gameplay later on. After all the players have taken their actions, it's time for the tours. You'll get a certain number of customers based on your actions, and they'll pay you a certain amount of money depending on how well you've laid out your route. Um, Certain locations give you more money, and if you match actors or ghosts to particular places, you'll get a bonus. You'll also lose money based on how long your route is, so you'll want to be careful about how much you expand. And then after five rounds, the player who's earned the most money wins, and that is your friendly haunted tour guide company. That is the last. That is an amazing game pitch. That's the last thing I would think I would ever expect from that theme. Well done, sir. Nice, nice. (laughs) Got amazing. I've never heard that about something (laughs) I made. It's just such a crazy direction to go in with that theme. It's so cool. What um are the customers? Can I do follow up questions? Oh, certainly, yes. So, um, with the customers, 
in in your in your head, how do you envision like? Because sometimes you would get like skeptical customers, right? Or like little kids that right, are easily right, scared right. or maybe get bored quickly. The unimpressed. I think teenager. maybe what you can do is you know your advertising will be a big part of your um, of your uh, customer base, and then also you'll just get customers based on certain locations you're stopping at. So like um, if you happen to be on one block, maybe you'll pick them up somewhere else. Um, maybe the, like from nearby locations. Um, but yeah, I think maybe you can have a different pay scheme depending on the kind of customer you got going on. I don't know. That's a good idea. Maybe a way to flesh it out. That's good. I like it's it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. All right. Yeah. That that was I a know. good. Pitch. I'm excited. That was a one question pitch, Ryan. Enjoy. That. All right. This one is called Scare Tactics. Think of this game as a tower defense board game. Players use the central board uh, to place scare tokens of their particular color. Now, you're going to have probably six to eight different locations behind the tree, off to the side behind the graveyard, things like that. So it's almost going to be like a haunted trail that you're going down. Uh, one side of the board will be the haunted trail. The other side of the board is actually going to be a haunted house. So it's going to be a double sided board. Um, the game lasts a total of 10 turns as players choose on their turn to either pick up scare cards or play down scare tokens. So you'll start with the standard three or four cards in your hand, and then each scare card will tell, uh, the players what's going to happen to the crew of visitors that will walk through the trail at the end of the game. So if I played a scare card, it might say something like, you know, skeleton pops up from behind the tombstone, you know, plus three you know shock points okay and those are the pieces that those are the little cardboard chits that you're going to lay down in that area of your specific color each visitor card will have specific things that scare them and uh it'll be from a number it'll have in uh, in the form of a number and an icon so uh maybe the number will be three and the icon would be an exclamation point denoting a loud noise the goal is to spread out your scares and diversify along the trail and through the haunted house to scare the groups of visitors that are going to come through sticking to a single scare tactic may mean that you lose out because people may not be scared of that specific thing in that group. At the end of the 10 rounds, we flip out five cards that's going to tell us who is coming through that uh, trail or through that haunted house. And they come through getting scared at each of the points. So if Rick set up a scare behind uh, in one of the closets in uh, he maybe he set up a scare for three points. I set up a scare for four points and that mine would take effect first. So you're basically trying to outbid at these different locations, these different scare points throughout the board. And that is scare tactics. Ooh. Scare tactics. I like it. So it's not cooperative. N- not cooperative at all. You're competing. Not- you're competing to have the most, you want to scare the most visitors during the course of the six to eight stops as they journey through the path. And Ryan is certainly not as flexible of a designer to make a cooperative mode to encourage other people to back his game. That's true. Certainly That's not. That's true. And He's a very stubborn game designer. What happens? Like, so you say your scare tactic goes off and they got really scared. Yeah. Um, would you pull that card off or would they keep going and just like get a fear bar 
that just endlessly keeps compounding itself until the end where they're pretty much scarred for life by the time they've left your trail. So if I you did a great job. I think what we would do is on the cards, we would actually have like almost like a limit. So if, if you scared a person in a specific way, so let's say uh, grandma was coming down the trail and there are three things that scare her, but they scare her. How many grandmas go on haunted hey, trails? Man, some grandmas get down with them haunted trails. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. You don't okay. know about them. Um, I don't. Maybe your grandma doesn't like haunted trails, but mine does. No, I'm just playing. No, okay. Um, so maybe that. So they've got three. She has three things that are going to scare her, but one of them, if it maxes out, she's out. She's done. That was her. That was basically her weakness. So that. Can we call it the PP pants? Yeah, the PP pants meter. Everybody knows about oh, it. Oh, so okay, they like you. they just book it out of there yeah. if you hit their, so it's, their max. It's possible to hit the max. So let's say somebody hits their max three uh, three stops in. They're now not going to. Nobody's going to receive points for them as the as the group goes through the rest of the trail. So it's oh. possible to scare a person away in the early stages in order to get those points and keep them from uh, scoring for other players. Hmm. I already got one more okay. question. Do you get to see who's coming up between rounds? Like, do you get to kind of, as the ghost plan out what might be coming through next, or is it random what, so, what people yeah, are going to come through? It, it is random, but actually now that I'm thinking about it, because of the five, because we are flipping over five visitors and it is 10 rounds, it would actually make sense to unveil the visitors every other round. So that might actually be the way that it goes. So after round two, we'll flip over a visitor. Okay, should I keep going with what I was going with, or should I go ahead and change up my uh my tactic a little you know so each round and then when you get that 10th round you're going to flip over the last one which is kind of a wild card because you you have no clue what scares them all right i think i got okay so do i pick now yeah so you're this is this is probably the biggest decision of your life i want to make sure that you are ready for this decision we're ready i mean they're both really interesting concepts Mm-hmm. that I think me and my friends would end up in tears around the table for various reasons. This is the beginning of all uh, I'm not that into you statements I've ever yeah, had. Yeah. <laughs> this is really interesting, but all my friends would cry around the table. Um, go ahead. The next part is, it's not me, it's yep, you. Yep. Um, <laughs> we should then, see other people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you should just go away. All right, continue. I, ooh, I, I love both... I I can't pick both, but I love both. I think gonna have to go with Ryan. Scared, oh, just from a thematic the standpoint. Win. I know I teased you a little bit. I'm so sorry, but oh. I think the fun of imagining how those people are getting scared as they go through the house or the trail will have a little bit more story points, uh, like moments around the table where we're like, oh my gosh, do you remember when they came in? And the skeleton popped out, and she was like, meh. And then that clown came out, and she just fainted. Yeah, I think yeah. it's going to be a little bit more storytelling moments. Yeah, and, and the That's cards the fun. cards are going to have weaknesses, which is kind of what I like. You don't have to keep talking about how great the cards are. You don't. You won. Shut up. <laughs> All right, Lindsay, thank you so much. That was fun. That was really cool. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> no, no, thank you so As much, you guys. Can this tell, was really strangely fun. I really liked it. As you can tell, we're both grown adults. So 
Oh, that's fine. As long as, you know, if I see a haunted tour guide uh, game pop up here in a few day, uh, months, I'm going to be very, very suspicious. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's so weird. You uh, know, I do have, like, it's just weird how the butcher shop, that's also the gift yeah. store. Mm, I mean, yeah. you can't really own that idea. That could <laughs> yeah. just be a coincidence. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's true. We weren't thinking of adding a transportation mechanic but all of a sudden yeah, it seems to so fit weird. really well i don't know oh. you know my grandmother also liked haunted trails <laughs> yes. that's oh. awesome yes where is this pp pants meter coming from <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah pitch that one to your bosses see if that works out so yeah, yeah, I'll go in. Uh, I'll go in like a a mad scientist through the whiteboard tomorrow, and just like throw every yeah. just erase every important piece of information they have, and just be like, "This is the poopoo pants. Yeah. Meter. This is gonna break yeah. everything." Exactly. So good. Well, you and Alan Girding are friends. I think you could easily bring in that's not lemonade as like a spinoff of this game. I think you know with the PP pants yeah. meter, that's not lemonade. I think <laughs> yeah. we've got a natural collaboration. That's good. So Lindsay, tell tell us where people can find you online, how they can interact with your games. Yeah, well, you can. Um, it's really easy to find me. Uh, name is Lindsay with an E-Y and then Road, R-O-D-E. Just Google Lindsay Road Game Design. I'm the only one, really, with that name. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter with uh, Lindsay, L-I-N-Z-Y-R-D. And Facebook, same thing, Lindsay Road. Really, just Google it. Uh, it'll it'll pop up. And then, like I said, Countdown is available now. Um, it's a party game where everyone is... Um, acting in an action movie and you act out this action movie and try to figure out who are the villains and i think there's one headed to you guys there should be one if people did their jobs right today there should be some copies heading your way that's awesome you guys can enjoy that and then um the new one labyrinthos is based on the greek legend of the minotaur uh that one is my favorite one i've ever done so far it's really really cool the art and graphic design are bonkers. It's amazing. I'm really proud of it. So you can still late pledge for that if you miss the Kickstarter. That's awesome. Very cool. So many. Well, options. Lindsay, uh, we're really excited about seeing what comes next for you. And uh, thanks so much for joining us on Will It Game. Um, remember out there, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, um, we greatly appreciate uh, just all your support. Uh, if you feel like supporting us further, check out our our Patreon at One Board Family, patreon.com slash One Board Family. Follow us online at One Board Family all over the place. Thanks for listening, and until next time, we'll see you at the table. Punchboard Media where we all bring something to the table. Pull up a chair at punchboardmedia.com.